0: Welcome, podcast listeners, to Roll Radio, where each week we listen in as aspiring adventurers play the world's greatest role-playing game, Dungeons & Dragons. Join us as we travel to far-off Faerun, where we discover the Sword Coast in turmoil and in desperate need of heroes.
1: We fade up onto a close-up of a hand axe lying on a cobblestone street. The hand axe is in the ethereal plane, for it is in color while the street is in black and white. Then a bloody hand, also in color, reaches in and picks up the hand axe. We follow the axe up to a woman's face that is obscured by long, blood-soaked hair. She closely observes the axe and tilts her head like a dog that hears a strange sound. Then she quickly turns her head and her view whips to follow her gaze. And we land upon Helmick's Herbs and oddments. The shop stands across the street in black and white. We then fly across the street and through the shop window. Our world turns back into color and standing on a counter with horrified expressions are Cullen and Esmere. And on the ground, in the middle of the shop, lays the lifeless body of their beloved cleric, Jake. All right, so Cullen, uh, Jake left the counter trying to get away from the wraith, but it chased him and took him down and then disappeared back into the floor. What are you gonna do?
2: Well, I've decided to take the readied action to ready an action so I can react to whenever it appears again. So as soon as it shows up, I'm gonna go after it again with my magical ax and silvered sword.
1: Okay, Esmere, uh, Jake's light in the middle of the shop and the wraith could be anywhere. What are you gonna do?
3: I'm gonna cast Healing uh, Word on- Oh, that's right. On um, Jake. Okay. So Esmir's gonna like put her hands out towards Jake She's gonna whisper,
0: Get the fuck up!
3: (laughs) (laughs) She's gonna say it very spell like. So that gives, um. Three?
1: Yep, three points. So, Jake, your eyes suddenly snap open. (gasps)
3: Get up, Jake! I'm awake! We still got shopping to do!
1: All right, so uh, healing word is a bonus action, so you still have an action and movement. So do you want to do anything else?
3: Um, I'm going to ready a firebolt, and when that guy comes back out, I'm going to shoot it at him. Okay. And then I'm going to... You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to jump... Who's this? That's Invisible Jerry, okay. I'm gonna jump down into in between the two countertops here, and then I'm gonna hop back up onto the counter. So I'm gonna jump down and hop back up, very great gracefully, and I'm gonna jump in your right cool here. In cool boots. In my cool boots, and I'm gonna jump right here. So there's a space in between me and Cullen, just in case he wants to appear in between there, then we'll have an advantage on him.
1: Alright, so then we uh, cut from Esmir and Cullen on the countertop, waiting for the Wraith to pop back up, to Jake on the floor, who's suddenly conscious with three hit points. What are you going to do, Jake?
0: Okay, I want to stand up, and I want to run three feet, or uh, 15 feet, because that's all I can do, or move 15 feet, right? Because standing up is half my movement. Yep. So Mm -hmm. I can run, I can just move 15 feet away. um, Unless you want to dash no I don't want to dash so I want to move um, 15 feet I guess straight back Uh, what would Jake do right he would turn around and run Mm. (laughs) we
3: gotta get out of here run first think later (laughs) get out of there boy (laughs) exactly run
1: boy run boy I says to myself
3: Get in there, boy. I'll be over here. <laughs> I'll be over here thinking of the next thing to do. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll be over here yelling at you. Go over there. Kill that guy.
0: <laughs> All right. I'm going to cast uh, Cure Wounds on myself at third level. I've got two third level slots left, so I'm going to steal one of them. And I will do 3d8 plus 4. Oh, nice. Not bad. 20 oh, wow. points. nice. 20 points back. Right on. So I'm good.
1: That's what I'm doing. Okay, now we go to AC. You going to do anything?
3: Yeah. AC's going to fly over next to Wheezy.
1: Wheezy? You mean two point?
3: Two point. Two, two point. point. Yeah, so it's, so it's me and Colin on the counter, standing on the counter. <laughs> and behind the counter... There's a giant weasel and an owl familiar.
1: All right, Esmir. As you're jumping from one counter to the other, the wraith emerges from the countertop and oh, swipes yeah. at you. Yes. Oh, and it misses. Oh, oh, nice.
3: I got the heebie-jeebies, guys. Get off the counter! <laughs>
1: <laughs> so it's out of Cullen's range, but if you want yeah, to shoot your you, uh, readied firebolt, you can. But since the Wraith's right next to you, it'll be at disadvantage.
3: Oh, you know what? You know what? Why don't we just use my 20 port instead? I mean, my 19. Oh, why don't we do that? Yes.
0: Uh, nice. I'll give you a
3: disadvantage. That's how you
0: do that. That is how you do that. disadvantage
3: is that you're stupid.
0: Right on. <laughs> I knew
2: I'd be tap dancing on a countertop, <laughs> trying to avoid an evil specter.
3: On my day off. I knew the day off was gonna. Exactly,
0: s- I know. There are no day offs. It's like an <laughs> adventure in Daggerford.
3: <laughs> we were gonna go shopping, get some coffee, skivvies. hang out with our friends, get some skivvies. <laughs> no. All right, so now I'll just drop it, Adam. <laughs>
0: 13 damage.
3: Partially resisted. Mm, that's okay. Why? Mm, interesting. Because he's a bad I guy. Know.
0: So he partially resisted
1: fire, basically. Mm. Yep, so you rolled a 13, but it only took six damage. Okay. And then it sinks back down into the counter and disappears. Ah,
3: god, you
0: bastard!
3: You're a ring wraith, but you're a little bit of a scaredy cat, too. Totally. Get out of here! You fight
1: dirty, boy! Peek-a-boo. All right, Cullen. Jake's back up, running around the shop, but this wraith is still out there somewhere, just below the surface. What are you going to do?
2: Well, I can't do anything unless he specifically targets me because I'm all I have is close quarters weapons and nothing yep. else, nothing fancy. Alchemist fire is not going to help me and I want to be throwing acid around. Um, So I'm just going to continue to... You know, uh, prepare myself and react with a flurry of bladed weapons when if it attacks me. <laughs> Cullen's standing on the counter, he's like ah, I'm doing ah, I'm like ah, John Belushi <laughs> trying to raid the provost's house on the garden on the
1: lawn. You
3: should taunt him. <laughs> <laughs> tell him he's tell him he's smelly or something so he gets mad at you.
1: Yeah. All right, Esmir, it's your turn. What are you gonna do?
3: I'm going to go stand right next to Cullen <laughs> as close as I possibly can. Get, let's, let's come on back to back, Cullen. Back to
2: back. <laughs>
3: this guy comes here. You're going to be able to reach him with that X.
2: Mm-hmm. Let's see. He goes after Jake again or badge badge.
3: Don't just stop. Maybe if we were all together, Mmm. maybe if we were all together, mm. Anywho, um, and then we were
2: all together.
0: We'd show this wraith what's what. <laughs> are you still singing that same song? Back to back, we are fighting. Because I don't hear we the tune anymore. Guys.
3: <laughs> we <I> are those move... <laughs> Can I move? Can to I move too? <laughs> <buffet room laughs> for
2: everyone. Can I move?
3: Uh, yeah. Big badge over. Yep. Mm-hmm. As your he's bonus gonna... action. Yeah, he's gonna move over. So we're like in a little square. Me and Cullen and Big Badge and AC are in a square, like we're playing Foursquare.
1: Okay. Mm. Get all our bases covered.
3: Come on, you wraith.
1: Are you gonna do anything for your action? Because the firebolt you shot was your reaction.
3: Oh, my reaction, yes. Okay, so I, what can I? So I'm gonna look at, I was thinking about maybe doing a little vicious mockery on him. Can you ready something like that though? No. Yeah, you can. Does it require an action? Yeah. Then yes. Yeah, so I'm gonna get ready when he comes back up. I'm gonna unleash a bunch of insults about his mama.
1: (laughs) 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 All right, Jake. Uh, Esbier and Cullen are back to back on the counter, nervously waiting for the raid. Get
0: off the counter!
2: (laughs) 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 Get on the counter! (laughs) It's not a safe place to be! I know place is a safe place to be. And the rake's uh,
3: like, hmm, who should I attack? <laughs> <laughs> the cluster of guys over there.
2: So or the one dude and the over mostly by dead guy. <laughs> the
3: mostly <laughs> dead guy over there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Alright. I want to. Oh my God. I should cast my spirit guardians cause then I can go anywhere I want. (laughs) I don't need friends. I've got spirit guardians. (laughs) These are my friends. Hey, where are you going? (laughs) Okay. I want to prepare an action actually. I want to prepare a uh, sacred flame is two. I mean, 2d8, 2d8. 2d8 is a lot, dude. If it hits, it hits. It is a lot. It is a lot. And he will not be resistant to Sachel Flambeau. So, yes, I'm going to uh, ready Sacred Flame. Okay. And I'm going to stay put and yell at them <clears throat> to get off the counter. And I'm going to yell out, show yourself, bastard. Come out and fight like a wraith.
1: All right, then AC, is he going to stay there in the group? Yeah. Then, rising up behind Esmir
3: is the Wraith. And then I could start yelling insults at him? (laughs) Sure. Your mama is so misty and ethereal (laughs) that I don't even know. You're ugly and stupid. I don't know.
0: (laughs) Jake's in his stance and he rolls his eyes. In in his ready-the-attack stance, he just rolls his eyes.
3: (laughs) Sorry, guys. I'm not on my game with my insults. I was just going to tell him he was stupid and ugly and misty. (laughs) 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 He failed. Nice. failed
1: big time. Nice. You
3: failed big time because you're stupid.
1: So he takes two points of psychic damage.
0: Yeah,
3: crazy.
0: 1 2 wands
3: That so sucks. He has uh he he has disadvantage on his next attack roll.
0: Okay?
1: And then Jake, you had a prepared action. You want to take a shot? Yes, I do. What does he have? Does he have to roll something? He or? he
0: needs a dexterity, which is the bad thing. It's a dexterity save of 15 or higher. And he
1: succeeds. Ah, he rolls a 15 and succeeds. Just barely. Mm. It's misty form, dodges out of the way. And then it begins to move. And Esmir, it moves right at you. But it doesn't stop to attack you. It moves right through you. You. And after it passes through you, it continues quickly moving through the shop, and it passes through Cullen and then through oh Jake. Boy. And as it passes through each of you, you feel a soul-burning chill. Everyone, roll a Constitution saving throw.
0: Okay. Oh boy! This is getting rougher and... Rougher this is though. the worst shopping experience ever.
3: <laughs> <laughs> we got to give him a bad review. 22. I nice. added
2: those points to be constitution. 15. And it's
3: paying off. Nice. Come on, baby, give me something good. 12. 12. 12? I think Esmere's going to get the chills up her spine. Yeah, the
1: chill spreads through your entire body, and you well, take- Well, let me
3: guess, I age 40 years. <laughs> <laughs> let me guess. <laughs> oh, and now you're 100 million years old. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you take 2d6 necrotic damage. Oh, you take no. 10 points of damage, and after the wraith passes through Jake's body, it sinks back into the floor. Uh. Son of a bitch, no, run away. Son of
2: a bitch, I'm ill equipped to fight a wraith. <laughs> well, you better
1: think of something because you're next, Colin. What are you gonna do?
2: <sighs> well, I'm kind of at a loss, I'm not sure. I got nothing clever. I got nothing to, th- that, you know. Striking me is—I mean, this is not the kind of battle mastery that I'm used right, to. Right. Right. Yeah. Um. So, so I can convince him to swallow a bead of water. Which I don't think would do anything to him because he's dead already. I'm not
3: thirsty. <laughs> hey, buddy, hey buddy, you look parched. <laughs> yeah. You look a little parched, buddy. You look a little, a little dry and water? dusty. <laughs> we could take a timeout. Let's take a timeout, guys. Everybody, get a drink. <laughs> um, wipe is. off the sweat.
2: I got nothing to throw because I threw them.
3: You throwed them all.
2: Um, you may maybe, I, I, for lack of a, anything better to think about. I, I, I'm gonna look for something that I might be able to throw, but my, I'm going to prepare. My action is to attack if it tries to attack me. Okay. Same thing as before. As soon as it, is it within, if it even if it's not within range, I think I could throw other things at him. They may not be weapons. I have some silverware. Sure, some kind of improvised weapon. Oh, did I ever attune to the Raven's soul? You did not.
3: Damn.
1: All right, Esmir, you just had a a bone-chilling experience with the Wraith, and it's uh, disappeared back into the floor again. What are you going to do?
3: I can Vicious Mockery him again. I got level one spell slot, Grease, Mage Armor, Magic Missile. I mean, I could do Magic Missiles at level one, which is just one, right? Or two? Three. At at level one?
1: Yeah, level one is three missiles.
3: Okay. I'm going to ready that. And I think that's all I'm gonna do. Okay. I'm not gonna move AC and I'm not gonna move two point.
1: Okay, everyone's sticking together at the counter, watching each other's backs, waiting for the Wraith to reappear. And then we pan
0: over to Jake, all by himself in the middle of the
1: shop. (laughs) What are you gonna do,
0: Jake? All right, so what I wanna do is I wanna run away the opposite direction because he's closest to me. So I'm gonna go 30 feet. Um, toward those guys okay right which is just Mm -hmm. makes sense Um, but I'm afraid of the counter so I'm gonna go I'm gonna (laughs) one block away from the counter and go 30 feet and then I want to turn and ready this time I want to ready Toll the Dead because that's a wisdom save and what happened uh, the last time you used Toll the Dead last week oh wait a minute Oh no 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 no! That was not good because he's resistant to necrotic damage. Almost all undead resist necrotic damage.
3: Cause they're necrosed.
0: They're yes. necrose.
2: They they run they're... on necrotic energy batteries. Right. That's right. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yes. So um, you give him the du- the juice, man. <laughs> give
3: him right. the the juice. The divine juice. Bro. So
0: I have to cast the glow of Agma. Yes. Um, which is pretty much sacred flame. Um, And hopefully I get more luck this time. But because it's a dexterity save, I just think he's going to be more. uh, He'll have an advantage as uh, he would be if it was a wisdom save, which he's not so wise. He's just dusty. (laughs) But he's quick. All right. All right. So, yeah. So I'm going to ready Sakharad Flambeau. He's a country western singer. Dusty Wraith. Dusty Wraith. What a great
2: band from the 70s. <laughs> Dusty Wraith of the Soul Suckers. <laughs> with their song Frigid Hand, Death.
3: I'm a Misty Bad Guy. The
2: <laughs> Riding my wraith horse on the range. And as Jake
1: makes his way towards the counter, the black mist rises up out of the floor again, and a smoky hand reaches out to touch Jake. Oh, no.
0: Cut it out. Just cut it out already. All right, I found
2: something I can throw. In rummaging around in my backpack while I was preparing my action, I found a silver chalice. <laughs> and there, it's, it's, it won't resist silver damage. So I'm going to hurl the chalice at him. Okay.
3: Hurling. We just have to figure
2: out what kind of advantage or what kind of damage does a chalice do? Uh, 1d4. Okay. I mean, it's amethyst encrusted, so (laughs) got some heft to it. 1d4. All right, I'll throw it like a thrown weapon using my hand axe die. No, roll
1: just a straight strength check. Strength, okay. Because you're not proficient at chalice hurling. All right. (laughs) Because it's an improvised weapon so you don't get to
2: add your uh, proficiency bonus oh well it's still plus four because i'm strong Mm -hmm. so let's see what we can do oh 18. i beam him
1: with the chalice nice (laughs) Nice. <laughs>
2: I guess it sort of like goes into him, and then, like, I don't know how to get a four damage onto him. Just his roll head. a d4 in the tray. In the tray. Yeah. Four! Nice. A good bonk. Good bonk. It goes into his head, kind of like as if it were being thrown into a pool of water. It kind of goes poop, and it slows down, <laughs> and then
0: falls. All right, who else has ready actions?
3: I had, a, I had my magic missiles. You
0: chuck your magic missiles because they were readied first. Okay. But don't forget the sacred flame because I'm aiming that sucker right down at that hand, trying to grab my mm. ankle.
2: am <laughs> picking up that chalice, and it's going to be my new throwing weapon the chalice of doom. Yeah.
0: The chalice of <laughs> doom. <laughs> and I look down at him, and as he's rubbing his head from being bonked by the chalice of doom, I say, You see, nobody likes you. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I'll see your chalice and I'll raise you one magic missile. Pew!
0: Nice, four Ooh. points. Four points. Okay,
3: and how about one more? Pew! Five points. Ooh, you liked that, didn't you? How about <laughs> one more? Pew!
0: Two points. Two points, nice. All right. Nice, 11 points. Knocking that bar down towards red. He's in heavy, but he's not looking pretty. All
3: right. Who's chucking something at next?
2: Jacob ready to sacred flame or Uh, something. Sacred flame.
0: Yes. The sacred flame I'm going to cast upon his crown. Die, you gravy-sucking wraith.
2: (laughs) Gravy-sucking wraith.
0: He failed. He failed. He failed. Nice. Nice. So he gets- Oh,
3: this is gonna sting, buddy.
0: (laughs) 2d8, 2d8 agma damage, bastard.
3: This gonna sting real bad.
0: Oh, seven points. Seven points. But he takes all seven, which is nice. Yes, and as it gets bonked with a
1: chalice (laughs) and hit with missiles and sacred flames, it continues to reach out and touch Jake. I hate him. (laughs) Oh, a natural
0: one. Yes! Automatic miss. Yes. Suck your own soul!
1: All right, so it's thrown off by getting bonked in the head with a silver chalice and the entire barrage of prepared actions that it uh, completely misses Jake and it gets confused again and forgets to hide back into the floor. Nice! Get him! (laughs) All right, then we go to Cullen. Ah. Cullen chalice thrower McGregor.
0: <laughs>
1: the, <child laughs> the wraith is out in the open.
2: What are you gonna do? I jump, jump down off of the counter. I'm at you. <laughs> I start <laughs> in with my my regular weapons. Okay. And we take we take a swing with the with the vicious axe. A nineteen nice hit. Nineteen nice. hits. Nice. Ten points of damage. Nice. And then we. Bonus action, nice. filing longsword. Oh, what? Misses. I might as well burn it because we're here now. I'm gonna try and add some precision to that, and see if we can't improve on that a little bit. It's only a D8, so it probably won't help. But two, fourteen, still misses. Oh well, it's worth a try. And then the vicious axe again for my second attack. Oh, oh, crap! Middle. 14 misses. Oh, not I, I can only use one battle maneuver a turn, so that's all I can...
0: He's he's down there. Look at his life This table is in my way. Uh, yeah, your
2: axe
1: slams into a display table. It was the, those guys' table. <laughs> with merch. Yeah, those guys' merch goes flying everywhere. Oh, dude, I just set that up.
3: <laughs> Shush, you're invisible, dummy!
2: I could sell it for an extra <laughs> price. Say it was involved in a actual those guys battle.
1: <laughs> All right, then we go to Esmir on the counter. Uh, so Cullen jumped down and engaged the wraith because it's exposed and it's not looking so good. What
2: are you gonna do? That is awesome. We need him I
1: to think be exposed.
3: I am going
2: to. It's moments of hesitation from the blinding glare of Agma's
0: blessed radiance. Let there be light.
3: I'm gonna go uh, 20, like that. Okay. Uh, I'm running across the room to the other side of the wraith. So Cullen is on one side and I'm across on the other.
2: Well, Jake's actually directly opposite. Jake,
3: episode. Jake, yeah. So, and I'm gonna use my shocking grasp on him.
2: With, with advantage. Uh,
0: nice.
3: Advantage. Get him! It's-
0: you hit. 20,
1: Twenty-four.
0: Twenty-four hits. And With a shocking grasp. N- what?
3: Nothing.
2: Oh, two wounds. Partially words. resisted. Okay. Uh-huh. And Man, then, almost
0: nothing but radiant
2: damage. So you to took burn.
0: half of two, which is one. Yep. <laughs> and then I'm going He's still to... up. <laughs> God, this guy. And then I'm
3: going to... I'm going to move back. What?
1: Okay, back up on the counter. Do you have enough movement to do that?
3: No, I'm going to move. Because you moved 20.
1: So you can only move 10 more feet.
3: Yeah, I know. 5, 10. I'm going to jump onto the table and then slide across it.
1: (laughs) Nice. And then go
3: right behind Cullen.
1: All right. You slide across the table onto the other side. And we go to, uh, do you want to do anything else? Like with Badge Badge or Tupac? Yeah. Two point? Tupac. Tupac. <laughs> <laughs> That's two point. And we cut to Jerry he's sitting under the counter and the Badger's towering over him. <laughs> and he's like, I don't remember the Badger being so big. Or was I just really high? Yeah, he had just
3: some good snacks. I gave him lots of good snacks and he got a big night, big boy. Where's his movement speed, 30. <laughs> so, five, he's a nice 10, big play. 15, 20. And he's going to run up to him. Whiskers is going to run across. Bite him, Badge-Badge! I mean, not Whiskers. Two point. Um, two point. <laughs> no can, he can remember att- his
2: name.
1: Can
3: he attack?
2: Uh, he can, yes. Mm-hmm. He's got
1: three yeah,
3: attacks. Can... He
2: can bite and claw. Multi-attack, yep.
3: You got a multi-attack. Okay. Let's do this, guys. <laughs> Hello. Totally. Bite him, badge, badge! So I'm gonna go like this with my bite.
1: He misses. Oh he missed.
3: Aw, oh, shucks. Now he's gonna try and scratch him with his claws. Scratch him with his claws! <laughs> Yes. Oh, he scratched down.
0: 18. He hits him.
3: Slashing damage. Five partially points.
2: But it was resisted, so two.
0: Partially resisted claw damage. That's okay.
2: He doesn't have silver-tipped claws. So. It just <laughs> goes right through him. Yeah, the claws uh, just
1: mostly pass through its smoky form.
0: Yep. That's all right. But hey, he took he two more points of damage. He's getting redder and redder by the second. Bloodier right. and bloodier you are. you <laughs> And now you must die. All right. Time to finish him off, Jake. So I'm going to, I guess that I'm just going to give him a point-blank range sacred flame. <laughs> <laughs> and he fails. Fails. Yes! Yes! I need that, you will see. Um, <laughs> uh, and that does the 2d8 radiant of seven, and he dies. Oh, thank God. He Perceded dies. by
1: three. How's it go
0: down, Jake? Um, I look down at him or out, so he's stuck in this table, right? Yeah, it's up right next to you. Right, so I just kind of lean back and pull my hands up in front of my face and just send a radiant light right in his face. Die, you bastard! (laughs) You kill me, I kill you! (laughs) (laughs) And then I just shine it right in his eyeballs. (gasps) And just watch him just kind of wisp away into the dust, into the air. Yeah, it's black misty form just breaks
1: apart and dissipates in the radiant light. Yeah. The scattered wisps then disintegrate into dust and ash.
0: Then I run over, then I run over to, to Esmir and I hug her. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for saving my life. <laughs> that was fantastic. He shoves yeah.
2: a, shoves Cullen out of the way. Move. you wolf. Yeah, <laughs> I just push by
3: Cullen and pick up Esmir and hug her. Then Esmir kicks the dust that's left from him and kicks it and says, that was for Uncle Frank, you jerk. Nice.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so you guys have avenged Uncle Frank and uh, probably saved Jerry from a similar fate. Yeah, totally.
3: Jerry, where are you, buddy?
1: Is it...
0: Is it gone?
3: Come on, out here. Are you out here? Jerry,
0: we have to have a little talk, you see. I kind of screwed up, you see, by... Selling Uncle Frank this octopus-looking guy, Cullen smashed it and set him free. Who are you
3: talking to, Jake? Jerry. You can't even see him.
0: <laughs> well, I'm talking to somewhere in the room. <laughs> I
3: think Jerry's around here somewhere. Okay, well, I think he's over there. And as we're pointing, I think he's over there, Jake. And uh, she, she's like pointing over there. Yeah, Look over um, that way. Jake is actually
0: like talking to the other side of the room. Like, he doesn't know where he's at, so where Jerry is behind the counter, um, he's talking to the front door.
1: You guys can't see this, but Jerry's standing behind the counter, moving his hands around like, whoa, I'm invisible. This is rad.
3: Pick something up. Check it out. Pick something up. It'll look real cool.
1: Whoa. Oh, man, I'm going to go fuck with Tamron.
3: Okay, cool. I'll concentrate a little bit
0: longer. You realize that in about 45 seconds, that spell is going to go away. (laughs) Oh, shut up, old man.
1: (laughs) Just as you say that, the spell wears
3: off. And he's like, oh, dang it. That would have been so cool. Oh, some other time. I'll make you invisible again. Oh, that would be
1: sweet. So... So that scary dude was inside that little statue and I was smoking out of it? Yep. The whole time. Whoa, that's messed up.
3: Uh, there's, and I walk up to him and I'm like, uh, I slap him in the face. Wow. <laughs> How do you feel? Do you feel uh, extra tired or, you know, like looking at it, it's like, you got dark circles? Oh, you always got those dark circles you, because of your lifestyle choices.
1: <laughs> I'm okay, thanks to you guys.
3: Okay, if you start feeling weird, let me know. And when you're not doing things that make you feel weird. <laughs>
1: I'm always doing stuff that makes me feel weird. We gotta have
3: a talk. We gotta have a talk. (laughs) Like,
1: feeling weird is like normal for me. Hey, so if you start feeling too normal, let us know. Okay, cool. (laughs) Right on.
3: I'm gonna have to talk to your dad, too. He's never at the store. (laughs) He clearly did not teach you how to behave like, you know, normally. And um, he's never at the store. Oh what he's busy,
1: this? yeah, he's always, you know, getting more merch. Yeah, he's he's busy. Yeah, sure. Mm. That's what he says.
3: How old are you anyway? Is this legal?
1: Uh
2: twenty-three? <laughs> <23?
3: laughs> think Did you think? Last time you checked.
2: I age is just a number, Esmeralda.
3: Sure, sure, yes, I know, I
2: know. Well, hey, you guys want to, you know, do some shopping while you're here? Of
3: course. Yes. Hi,
2: um, hey, Jerry, I feel like we did you a real solid here by getting rid of this thing. You know, it was really messing up your store. So could you throw a few skivvies in there on comp? (laughs) Looking for skivvies, bro? Aye, aye, how much do you want for, uh... A couple of pairs of these uh, ones with skulls and crossbones on them. <laughs> oh, I love these. I have a pair. Wait, these aren't mine, are they? Oh, no. <laughs> sure, dude. Uh, one copper per pair. Ah, a bargain at any price. With 15% off, what does that come to? One copper per pair. Ah, I see. Uh, the discount's worked into it.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, uh, how many
2: pairs you want, bro? Ah, give me an electrum's worth of skivvies.
3: (laughs) An electrum's worth. (laughs) That's a lot. Give me a gross. Give him a gross. I want a pair for every (laughs) day (laughs) of the month.
2: gross of
1: skivvies. I'm sick of being harassed
3: about me
2: skivvies.
1: (laughs) Dude, I don't know if I have that many skivvies in stock, man. (laughs)
0: Electrum's
3: worth. I give him a... A six pack. <laughs> hey, y'all, you know, do you have any skivvies with that little bloke pocket?
1: Uh, no, I, I don't have. I don't know what that is. I just got skivvies, regular
2: sure? old skivvies. In. Well, you know, it's a special compartment for me, bloke. <laughs> uh, you're on your own there, bro. Is that what, is that what you're calling it?
1: <laughs> all right, dude, so I got six pairs of these skull and crossbones skivvies. That's all I got, man. Uh, all
2: right, uh, I'm I'm cleaning you out of skivvies. Here's your six coppers. Nice. Thanks, dude. That makes seven, one for each day of the week. You happy now?
3: Yeah. i yes. uh, just make sure you pack them.
0: I think it's wonderful.
2: I was simply trying to express that I was in quite a hurry. <laughs> Not
0: sure how this became a... A meme. The ones that you have on, you should bring them into the back in the alley and burn them.
3: <laughs> <laughs> or you can donate them and Jerry can sell them in the shop.
0: <laughs> These are the
1: actual skivvies Cullen was wearing when he fought the Red Wizard. Give <laughs> me a ton of
2: money. <laughs> These skivvies.
3: <laughs> now, did you get the tidy whities Did you get the loose ones or the tidy whities
2: I got ones with skulls and crossbones on. Them. Are they boxers? Whatever they sell in this age. A loin wrap? It's a loin wrap. (laughs) What are you wearing under your robes, Jake?
3: I have no idea. (laughs) I forgot. But it's fresh. Jake looks down his pants and goes, "Uh uh-oh. (laughs) <laughs> I must have <laughs> lost those back in Firehammer
2: Hole. Oh, you boy. You see, my character building includes underwear. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, boy. All right. So, Esmir, you could cast something that would show everything
3: that's magical, correct? Um, If something's a spell level one ritual, I still have to have a spell slot, right?
1: No, if it's a ritual, you just need to spend 10 minutes and perform the ritual.
3: So, yeah, I'll do the, um, I'm going to pull out some stuff. I'm going to pull some stuff out of my pockets, my little pockets and my hair. And I got like a bunch of little bones and some fuzz and stuff. And I shake it up in my hand and I blow. I like have my hand cupped and I blow in it. I'm like, Let's get some
1: cool stuff, guys. All right, so you cast Detect Magic, and as you walk around the store, you see objects glow with magic. Some of them you recognize from last time, some you recognize from Uncle Frank's shop, and some things are brand new. And the first thing you see is a clay pot that you would, you know, plant something in, and it's priced 50 gold. And then you see a vibrantly painted ceramic jug, but instead of it uh, having one quartz spigot, it has eight, and it's going for 250 gold. And then you see a, um, a six-sided die going for 75 gold. And then you see a metal chime with an attached chain. And at the end of the chain is a small metal bar that you would you know, hit the chime with.
3: Like little nunchucks, little nunchucks? Like little
1: nunchucks, but it's more like a wind chime, and it's priced 3,000 gold. Hmm. And then you see a really nice leather belt. It's got some, you know, fancy stitching around the metal buckle, and it's going for 300 gold. You see a uh, fancy-looking cloak that's mustard-colored, and it has a high collar, and it has a large round clasp that has an arcane-looking rune engraved on it and it's priced 3,000 gold. And next to it is another cloak. This one is made up of uh, patches that are all different colors and it's priced 250 gold. And then you spot another leather belt and this one has a, a small leather pouch attached to it and the pouch is glowing with magic and it's selling for 250 gold. And leaning up against a wall, you see a 10-foot pole that's glowing. Uh-oh. And it's going for 100 gold.
3: So as for, as I'm going around and looking at all this stuff, I'm raising my eyebrows and gesturing with my head to the guys, you know. I'm like, ah, this looks okay, no big deal. On all the magical ones. <laughs> 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 eh, yeah, eh, yeah, whatever, this looks kind of chintzy. That
0: 10-foot pole looks familiar, doesn't it, Cullen? And then I elbow Cullen. Aye, yeah, but how, what are the odds that there'll be two of those in the same store?
1: You also see a leather pouch that you would like attach to a belt and it's holding a dart. So it's like a dart holster Mm. and the price tag says 250 gold. And the last magical item you see is a 12 inch metal rod with galloping horses on each end. (laughs) What's the price tag on that? It's selling for 500 gold. Wait, we look so that's everything that's magical in the store. And also remember Jerry said that Helmix is expanding. So you can get anything from the player's handbook here, except armor and weapons. So if you need to stock up on, you know, stuff like rations, you can get those here.
3: Jerry. Jerry.
1: Yeah. Jerry. Yeah. What's up Esmer?
3: Do you got like a layaway plan? You got a layaway plan, buddy?
1: Got a layaway plan?
3: Yeah. Do you have a layaway plan? I like this cloak. I like this cool cloak, but it says three thousand gold, and I don't got that kind of money, Jerry.
1: Yeah, my dad says no layaways. No. So.
3: <laughs> do you? I, do you even have a dad? What about I, the? I what?
1: totally have a dad.
0: <laughs> There, there's got to be some sort of discount for those guys. After all, a lot of the, your income right now is resting on those T-shirts and posters over there. And I see the those guys' mugs so <laughs> and bumper stickers for your Don't marriage. forget the dolls. Don't forget the dolls. Yes, <laughs> the plushies. and the dolls and the plushies over here. This one is, is just beautiful. And I hold up the one of Jake next to my face. You want it? You can have it. Thank you. But really what we need is a discount.
3: I'll take it. I'll take it. Esmer takes the jig. (laughs) Oh
0: no. no. She's going to turn it into a voodoo doll. I'm
3: going to snuggle with this baby every night.
0: (laughs) So um, what
1: do you say, boy? I do. The discount is already in the price.
3: 3,000 gold. Yeah. Oh, come on.
1: The Dude. discount
3: is all... Wait, hold Dude. on. The discount is already in the price. Can you elaborate on that description, please? Can you explain that?
1: Well, it's uh, it's the DM giving you the price with the discount on there.
3: No, Jerry. That doesn't make any sense. Um... You know what? Maybe I'll have to try my intimidation on you. Do you want me to practice that? Dude, these items
1: are heavily discounted. You know that <laughs> that cloak, that cloak you like? My dad told me that that cloak actually goes for 5,000 gold. Oh, so, 3,000. Can we the, just
3: call your dad with air quotes on it now?
0: <laughs> your
3: dad. So, you're saying the suggested <laughs> retail
0: price is 5,000 gold? Yeah, man.
3: So this is like the TJ Maxx, this is like the TJ Maxx where it says other people. Yes, yeah, but you I see, guess. TJ
0: Maxx normally has like six <laughs> stickers stacked one on top of the other one as it was discounted. This only has one. <laughs> Listen, are you guys
1: going to shop? Or are you just going to give me a hard time about the prices? <laughs> so
0: this pot this pot that you fill with water, it's got eight spigots on it, like eight little like spouts coming off of the base.
1: Yeah, it's a ceramic jug, like an old moonshine jug, right? Yeah. And it holds about a gallon of liquid. But instead of having just one cork spigot at the top, like a normal jug would, it has eight spigots all around it. Uh, The eight of the spouts. Gotcha. Okay. And when you pick it up, you feel some uh, liquid sloshing around inside it. And it's heavy. It
0: weighs probably about uh, 12 pounds. And what is the price tag on that thing? 250 gold. What can those be? I'm just thinking... Jake starts thinking about just like mass amounts of holy water.
3: <laughs> it's like a jug of holding. You can have like eight different liquids in there.
0: Yeah. So we don't know what the um, we don't know what the belt does. Correct. Correct. Okay, because I want to buy the belt. Three hundred. Three hundred. I want to buy the belt, and I want to buy the. Um, so. The pouch is 250 and the pouch with a dart is 250, correct? Correct. All right, so I wanna buy the belt and I wanna buy the pouch without the dart, the other one. Okay. So it's 550, right? Yep, 550. 100 is five, so it's 750, 749 gold pieces I have left. Okay.
3: Colin, do you know what you wanna get? Um, there
2: was a 10-foot rod I already have a 10-foot rod. There's a, a bar for 500 and I'm wondering, I'm like, wow, that's a lot of money for just a, a bar. So it must be pretty special, right? It must do
0: something unique. It's got two horses. Are they facing each other? No, they're facing away from each other. Going away from each See, other. But what could that mean? I know that, like. Almost seems like a balance in a way or something well, like that.
2: Well, Elric had a bar that could. Yeah. You could place anywhere and it would, like, hold the door closed or you could use it to, like, lift your, you know, pull yourself up to a. Yeah. Something higher. But that, that's not this. It might be. I don't know. It's $500 is a big chance to take on something that might just be a doorstop.
0: It might not be. And you know what? At this. At this juncture in our career, I think I would buy that
3: bar. Wait, guys, gotta save something for me, for me to buy.
0: Oh, if you were gonna buy it, then I will definitely let you buy it. I thought that you were mostly interested in saving the money for that uh, cloak. No, I can't afford that. I'll tell you
2: what, I give you first, if there's anything I just got that you want, you can have it.
3: If you want the bar, no, you. I'll get the bar. You buy the the bar, and then you can get the stuff you're gonna buy. And I
0: think what we should do is that we should see what it does. And if it's more of a cleric thing, I'll take the bar and I'll give you. Yeah, we can switch
3: them. Yeah, you know,
0: we we can can switch switch up up our stuff.
3: Actually, uh, Jake, you can have the iron rod because I gotta save my money for some other stuff.
0: Oh, okay. What is it? Five hundred. Five hundred. Okay. I'll end up with 249 left. So let's do it. Let's do it. I'm buying the Rod of Horses.
1: (laughs) And Cullen, when you were um, looking at the items that Esmir was pointing out, you walked up to that 10-foot pole and you were like, I already have one of these. That's what I said. Yeah. And as you were about to walk away from it, uh, you noticed that there was a button in the center of the pole.
3: Mm-hmm. What well, can I just
2: push the button and see what happens or do I have to do
3: sure. it first?
2: Yeah, no, go ahead push the
3: button. Okay. Oh boy.
2: <laughs> I just, I, I get, hey, this looks cool. I start swinging around. I'm like, what's this
3: button do? Like,
2: he <laughs> thinks it's like a double sided lightsaber. <laughs> and when you push okay. the
1: button, the pole begins to collapse. And it shrinks down from 10 feet long down to one foot long. Oh.
2: That's cool. It's telescoping. Huh. How much is it? 100 gold. 100? I'm buying this. I could I could use this. That's pretty cool. I could combine it with my other pole and use it as a, you know, and then like make a makeshift stretcher to carry your dead body out of a dungeon. Jake? Jake? You carry
1: a dead Jake out of the dungeon.
0: <laughs> nice. Nice. At least you'll be carrying me out of the dungeon and not leaving me there. At least
2: I could always just pull, I could always carry it on me belt and pull it off me belt and just push the button and go, And make that noise with my mouth.
0: It's almost like a, um, uh, fun just for the, the hundred gold just yeah, to have this thing, right? Yeah. Uh, So,
2: what was... uh, I have no interest in the jug or the chime. Um, And you're describing
1: the cloak? Yeah, so there are two cloaks. There's a fancy one that definitely has like a magic user vibe for 3,000 gold. And the other one is a cloak that is like a patchwork of all different colors. It's very colorful.
2: Weird. But that one's only like 250, right? Yes. Um, Don't
3: you have the... The cloak with the, of many fashions. The one with the with the one with the feathers on it. The feather stole. Oh, that's a stole. Just
2: a, that's a stole. Yeah. That's that's a stole. You could
1: wear the stole on top of the cloak. Yeah. Got it. I so
2: think surprised. it would clash. Yeah. Too many colors. But black goes with everything. It's it's a real fashion choice. Yes. <laughs> um. Yeah, you know, I think I will. It's only. Do you say 300 or 250. 250? 250. 250. It's only 250, so I'll take a chance on that. Okay. So we're up to 350. Um, um so the jug with the mini taps, the chime, I'm not interested in. They're all expensive anyway. The expensive cloak. No. What was what what's left besides There's the There's the pot, the jug, the chime, the die, the die and the dart. What So the dart is just a dart?
1: Yeah, and it's got its own pouch. It's like a you know, an ordinary dart that you'd play the, um... Darts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, darts.
0: <Exactly. laughs> like a dart darts. you'd play darts with. <laughs> <laughs> and, and like a darts player, it's got its own fancy pouch. Yeah, exactly. But you can tell that it's definitely a weapon. Uh, and it's obviously magical because Esmir said so. Yep. But what's with the dice? And,
2: but how much is
0: it? 250 250 Hey, boy, what's with the dice over there? How much is
2: that die? 75. Oh, well, I'll take the dart and the die. Okay. Now we're up to 3, 4, 25. It's some d and D. A
0: A dart and a die, that's funny.
2: <laughs> so I'm taking the pole, the die, the dart, and the mini colored cloak. That's a lot of money. So that's a total of 675 for you, Cullen. Oh, that's not bad. All right, so we're 675... So that leaves me with 4.33.
0: This is what gold is for. It's to buy stuff. So we go into better bad guys. Well, yeah, I know. I get it. it that, it's we for need spending. better stuff. I was
2: looking at also the armor and stuff to see if there was a way to, if there was some other armor option, but I've exhausted all the armor options. So that's not, right. there's nothing there for me.
1: All right, Esmir, how about you? You gonna spend some gold?
3: Uh, I'm gonna look over at the clay pot. What's this all about?
1: It looks like a pot that you'd, you know, put dirt in and grow something in. So it's a flower pot. It grows a giant
2: beanstalk, and if you climb it-
3: That's what I'm thinking. I'm gonna get the clay pot and the ceramic jug. Okay. So that's 300. Yep. Plus, Jerry. I got a list here, hold on. I got up, Esmer's going through her stuff. She's got like a little list that's in one of her pockets. Buddy, you got any tin cans? (laughs)
1: Uh, Yeah, I got some tin cans.
3: Okay, can I
1: have those for free?
0: uh, Sure, and I hold it, yes, okay. (laughs)
3: <laughs> um, so I need that. okay, and- 300 and gold. Yeah. <laughs> and then I need some, you know, I'm, I'm going to go look in there. Are there any hair accessories? Is there a section with hair accessories?
2: Aisle two,
1: bin 36. Yeah, sure. You find a couple shelves of grooming products.
3: I need some hair pin. I need one of those things where you roll it up and then you stick it in there like a chopstick. Oh, I, maybe you can use this. And I fumble into my
0: cloak and I pull out one of my um, what like kind of the predecessor to the paperclip.
3: No, that's garbage. I need a something sharp that I can use to do, get out of here. Something a, a sharp I can use to hold my hair up.
1: <laughs> sure, we we'll find something like that.
0: And, and so Jake okay. just looks down at his. Failed paperclip and feels dejected.
3: <laughs> and then I need, um, I need some string.
0: Some string? Okay.
3: And then I need some glitter, because dude, oh, I made a glitter bomb. It was super, super useful. Awesome. Got more glitter. Got some I, more of that glitter. Yeah,
0: I got more glitter. glitter. Maybe you should buy two doses and, of it. Two doses. And
3: then, is this where we would buy, like, the, cal- the um the caltrops
1: and stuff like that? Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Do you sell giant tubs of butter? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. Uh, we
1: don't sell food stuff here. Uh, Just dry rations and herbs. Ah.
2: Uh, are in the munchie cubes.
1: Yeah, and the munchy cubes. And of course, twinkling pipe weed. You guys need some twinkling pipe weed? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm still good.
0: No, I think I'm good. Thank you,
1: though. All right, I got a sweet batch in from Chalt. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, told you, said, well, Hmm, Is it
1: dank?
3: <laughs> 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 I don't think I have a, a, a caltrops left. I think I might have used them. You used them, yep. Yeah. How much are they?
1: They are one bag is one gold. Oh, cool. And ball bearings? I got a bag of a thousand for one gold. Cool.
3: And you know what else I need? Do you have any like colored pencils or chalk? Yeah, I got chalk. Colored? Uh, sure. Okay, I'm gonna buy some of that. Cool, okay, I think that's everything I need.
1: So how many pieces Mm -hmm. of chalk you want?
3: I need a set, one of those sets with the different (laughs) colors.
1: Okay, gotcha, 12.
3: The set, okay, that's what I need. Okay, oh, and you know what else, Jerry? And then I fumble through my stuff, and I was like, hey, 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 hey. Can I trade you one of these ninja um, ninja hoods? I got three of them.
2: Ninja hoods. <laughs> yeah, from
3: the ninjas we killed.
2: Real life assassin hoods.
3: Yeah, assassin hoods. You killed assassins. Do they kill like well, they three killed us first. <laughs> well, well, actually, my bird killed one of them because they were not the best assassins in the shed. You know what I'm saying? Not the sharpest. They were pretty in good from shed. my
1: point of view. <laughs> Yeah, so if you guys got stuff in your inventory that you want to sell, you can try to sell it to Jerry.
2: Yeah. Oh, before I forget, I want to buy a pair of manacles in case we have any more prisoners.
3: Yeah, I got manacles, bro. I'm getting But you can get your own, too.
2: Manacles. I'm getting them. Two gold pieces, it looks like. Wait, no. Yeah, two gold. Six
3: pounds.
1: Um, so, yeah, Esmir, this ninja hood is pretty cool. What do you want to trade for it?
3: I want uh, I want a Jake plushie, an Esmir plushie, a Colin uh, plushie, uh Elric plushie, and I want a, a large Esmir t-shirt and an extra small Esmir t-shirt.
1: Uh sure, that sounds like a good trade. Cool. Sick. A real-life ninja hood. So hardcore.
3: <laughs> yeah, you know what? I, I got two more. I'm going to be wearing these around a lot. It's going to be cool. <laughs> Maybe when we play, if you play again, I'll come up on stage and we'll, we'll, we'll do a little ninja song or something.
0: Whoa, that would be awesome. And I'm going to pull out my tankard of sobriety because that's not in Jake's wheelhouse. And... I'm going to say, what will you give me for this? It's an amazing treasure, It with is more fantastic. than you can well imagine. <laughs> it is wonderful. <laughs> this thing is worth a fortune. <laughs> worth a fortune, <laughs> I tell you. <laughs> I, I tell you, boy, this is worth a fortune. <laughs> Whoa, a fortune? Dude, my dad would kill me if I gave you a fortune. Well, you don't have to, because then this day, I will give you a discount. It's built into the price. 50 gold. <laughs> I, I, I go over to the floor
2: where the wraith was and I pick up that silver chalice. Is it glowing? It is not. Okay. I say, well, Jerry, take a look at this fine silver chalice that saved your life, I want to point out. <laughs> With amethyst-encrusted jewelry. It's the most amazing chalice.
3: Amethyst-encrusted crust.
2: <laughs> what do you give me for it? Uh, I don't know,
1: man. It's it's like got wraith all over it. Oh, with that spectral, it it vanishes, just,
3: you know. That just adds value, Jerry. You're what are you talking
0: about? Blow it off, like, whoo, whoo, whoo. There, look it, nice and clean. <laughs> <laughs> so the Tankard of Sobriety says that the cost is fifty to hundred gold. So what will Jerry give me for it? Um, listen. Some of this will be going to alms, you see. I'll tell you what, 50% (laughs) 50 of what you give me will go to the alms, my my alms box here, which will go to the poor. I Uh, think you can write it off on your taxes too. (laughs) That would be
1: fun. uh,
0: I'll give you 50
1: gold for it.
0: That would be fantastic. 25 to the alms, 25 for me. You're wonderful, Jerry. I pat him on the back.
2: Let's see, the silver cup is worth 150 gold pieces. Whoa, that's a lot of gold, dude. But I'll sell it to you for 200. Wait, what? <laughs> I'm telling you, it saved your life. I know, bro, I hear you. But that's a lot of gold for a cup, man. Well, it's the amethysts, you know, that really bring the price up. i tell you what, I'll give you 100 gold for it. It's worth 150.
1: Listen, bro. This is Daggerford, okay? Not Waterdeep. You think the commoners around here are gonna drop 150 gold for a fancy cup?
2: What if I roll persuasion? Sure, roll your persuasion. One.
1: Oh boy. <laughs> All right, I'll take 140. Cool, here you go, 100 gold. All right, thanks dudes. And thanks for saving me from that creepy ghost dude. I can't believe I was smoking out of that thing.
3: (laughs) Yeah, Jerry, don't do drugs. Stay in school, dummy. I do
0: apologize for any bad dreams you might have experienced, my friend.
2: (laughs) If of course he had anything to do with it at all, which of course he didn't.
0: But I do think that I will help myself to one of these and I pick up the Jake bobblehead, (laughs) (laughs) And I'll flip him a couple silver pieces. You know, I think I'll close up shop early.
1: I'm feeling all gross now. <laughs> I guess i will see you guys tomorrow at the festival. It feels all gross. We're gonna be there, right?
3: Of course. Why wouldn't we? We we're gonna get the key to the city or something. I don't know what you do with one of those things, but nice. Yeah, I we'd rather have just the cash, but I guess we're gonna get the key or something. I don't know.
1: You guys are gonna hang out for the big concert at the end, right?
3: Dude, dude, and then I go over to him and I'm like whispering in his ear. Do <laughs> Nice. And then, we high f- then we high five. Right on. High five, low five, side
0: five. I sense Esme is going to join them on stage. Oh, um, we'll
1: see. The Thankful Stiffs are going to rock Daggerford. We're going to knock the walls of Daggerford down, man.
3: Dude, we are going to burn that place down. I'm going to shoot fireworks at the <laughs> end. We're going to burn that
2: mother flower
3: down. That's a musical,
2: musical <laughs> show, not a you know, war, I mean,
1: probably need these walls. All right, dudes, I'll see you tomorrow. Thanks again for everything. Bye, Sure, guys. sure, sure, sure. See you later. Rock on, as the kids say
3: these days. Sorry about the mask. Sorry about the mask.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Places like trashed. I know. Not totally. I mean, we, tra- we
3: came in, we trashed the place, we fight a bad guy, then we shopped, then we, we picked up a couple items that were like, peace out.
0: <laughs> oh, when we
2: get outside, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to use the, uh, the interdimensional gem. Heartstone. And go, or what? Heartstone. Heartstone, I'm going to use the heartstone. And- <laughs>
3: interdimensional gem. Well, yeah, it's, syllables. it's a
2: gem, and it takes you into an interdimensional space.
3: It's good. It's got more syllables.
2: I want to go into the interdimensional space and retrieve my axes. Okay, so you
1: squeeze the hard stone in your hand, and you feel it begin to warm up. And wait, the,
3: wait, 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 what are you doing? I'm going to get me axes.
2: Oh, boy. And then I go, poof.
3: Are you sure that's a good idea?
1: <laughs> and before he can even answer you, Poof, he disappears. <laughs> and
3: then is like, she's standing there. She's got her arms straight down. She's like, you're dumb. Why are you going back there?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yelling at nobody.
3: At nothing.
0: Yeah. People are
3: looking at her.
0: Yeah, including Jake. So what
3: are you looking at, lady? Mind your own business.
0: I'm just wondering if Cullen's going to be okay. Yeah.
3: Well, I hope he knows his way back here. Esmere's going to do... She's going to motion to the space where Colin was. We're going to Dolphins. We'll meet you there.
2: Well, it's, it's, I can leave this space at will, but I'm going to go I grab- I can
3: hear you. You're in the interdimensional plane. I don't care.
2: Well, I, that was more for the uh, GM than my compatriots. Oh, but, okay, okay. But, uh, so when I go into the interdimensional space, do I see the weird thing, the person standing there? With the bloods? You do not. Okay, good. Shoo. So I just was going to go over, grab my axes now that I've confirmed that the creepy ring lady isn't there anymore. Okay, so you make your way across the black
1: and white street and through the black and white people who have no idea that you're there. And you see the puddle of red blood in the ethereal plane where that blood drenched woman was standing. And you see bloody footprints that lead up to the puddle, and then footprints that go back in the same direction, which is into uh, an alley between some buildings. Mm. And you see that the footprints lead right up to one of your axes that's lying on the ground. Mm. And you walk up to it, and you see a bloody handprint on the handle. So this person, they picked up your axe, and then they set it back down. Mm. And from your axe, you see the bloody footprints continue into the alley and then into one of the buildings. Oh, boy. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to Roll Radio. All right, so the Trinket Idols side story has come to an end, and uh, Uncle Frank's been avenged, and now we start to delve into a new side story, the mysterious and bloody figure in the ethereal plane. Meanwhile, what the heck are the Red Wizards up to right now? Hmm. Well, I can't tell you that, Uh, but I can tell you what Roll Radio's been up to. Uh, We've been revamping our Patreon page a little bit, Uh, so make sure you check it out. It's still full of bonus content, lots of outtakes, and fun things like uh, getting an NPC named after you. And something new we've just added for our Platinum members is having a question of yours answered by one of the players or myself during these, uh, you know, post-game GM talks. Uh, This was something uh, that was inspired by one of our very first patrons, Ken Flug. Yes, our heroic NPC, Sir Ken. Uh, He asked that we make uh, bonus content uh, with questions and answers from the Roll Radio crew. Uh, So we're in the process of putting that together, and if you're in the Platinum tier, send us some questions for the players or myself, anything role Radio or D&D related, you know, a topic for me to talk about or rant about, uh, send it our way, and uh, we'll get it it on the air, so to speak. Uh, And I want to give a shout out right now to our newest patrons and fellow adventurers, Matt, Colin, and Mitch. Thank you guys for your support. We really appreciate it. And you can also help support the show uh, by picking up some Roll Radio merch and by picking up some sweet dice from FanRollDice.com. Remember to use the code RollRadio, uh, all caps, one word, uh, to get 10% off of your purchase. Oh, and we're also adding uh, some of these dice from Fan Roll Dice to our platinum tier. So check that out. All right, the game we're playing is Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition and the Scourge of the Sword Coast module by Wizards of the Coast. Check them out at dnd.wizards.com. The Roll Radio theme is by Andrew Capone at andrewcapone-composer.com. And all the in-game music and sound effects are from sirenscape.com because epic games need epic sounds. Thanks again for listening, everybody, and tune in next time uh, to see where those bloody footprints lead. Uh, it's probably not any place good, because, you know,
3: they're bloody.